0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Great Stair Podcast. I'm your host Tyler.
1: I'm your host Ben, and I'm your host Marlon.
0: Uh, today on the Great Stair, we're going to be discussing the new releases that came out this week. This is something that we wanted to do on Sundays every week that uh, numerous or a single big release comes out. So this week we wanted to talk about the movies, the SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run, um, Coming to America, <clears throat> Chaos Walking, and Ryan the Last Dragon. So which one do you guys want to start off with?
2: Uh, why don't you just do Coming to America first because we didn't yeah. watch it.
0: Okay, yeah. so I'm the only one that watched Coming to America. I thought it was it was it was it was fine. I didn't I didn't really hate it as much as a lot of people seem to be. Uh, I do think that it will be a pretty big hit for Amazon Prime, and that I'm glad that Eddie Murphy is making a comeback between this, uh, Dolomite is my name, which was super <laughs> underrated, and. Uh, devil hills cop 4 which is going to be from the directors of bad boys for life which i'm really looking forward to because i really like those guys um i thought the movie was fairly entertaining i'm probably never going to watch it ever again it's definitely more on the zoolander 2 side as opposed to the borat 2 side in terms of like step up in quality step down in quality um i enjoyed the cameos the a lot of little cameos i thought were pretty entertaining the soundtrack was fair um I haven't seen the first Coming to America, but I've heard that the story is basically the same, and I don't really fault it for that, but if I had to give it a rating, it will probably be like a 5 out of 10. It was nothing really special, so I'll, just, right. I'll just I'll just end off that.
1: Can I ask you a question about Coming to America? Yeah, sure. Are the rumors true that Don Cheadle cameos <laughs> in the movie correct?
0: Yes, that is actually true.
1: Really? Wait, dead ass? Now I'm capping. I got your
0: eyes. Like I'm bolting. I was God, in a great
1: I... stare. Oh, yeah. I just, I really just guessed the cameo of the movie. There's actually there's there's a fair like
0: eight cameos in the first half of the movie alone. Though, so really,
1: Damn. yeah. I haven't finished the first one. I'll finish it tonight, maybe, so I can get to the sequel. But I honestly kind of don't care to watch it.
0: Yeah, another thing I will say
1: is I do like
0: that um, they established the movie. Is This is kind of weird, actually, but they established that the movie is in the same canon as a lot of Eddie, other Eddie Murphy movies. So they actually show a picture of Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy from Trading Places. And um, apparently uh, the Nutty Professor's family was supposed to be in it, too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow. Coming yeah. to america's 3, you just hear Donkey.
0: Donkey!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really think that that should happen. Alright, and all right. then uh, is, that, is that all that you have to say about that, Coming Yeah, to that's America? all I want to say.
0: 5 out of 10. Fair movie. Never going to watch it again. It's not too bad. Alright,
1: and then I think before we get off to the bigger releases you know chaos walking and brian the last dragon i think you know you guys had the chance (laughs) to see spongebob sponge on the run i did not see it (laughs) so i'm curious can you guys give me your thoughts what do you guys think about the movie how does it compare to the first two spongebob movies okay yeah let's get started with this review
0: i'll let ben start Uh, off because i just talked
2: all right yeah so well we both watched this a while ago for under you know for somehow we won't say here but um, to me, I just found it's a really mediocre movie from what I can remember and super forgettable, which is not something that I want SpongeBob to be because you can go back to any of those old episodes and uh, you can go back to any of those and and just remember so many funny parts like, the you know, of course, the gorilla suit and uh, Doodle Bob, stuff like that. And this just really has none of that. And I think that the Camp Coral setup was (laughs) that was all terrible and uh, really boring, except for the character design of Mr. Krabs I actually liked. But it was, it just it doesn't even, it doesn't hold up to the other movies at all, especially not the first
1: one. Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. I I just wanted to ask that Actually, no. I just finish off. I'll ask you after you're done.
2: Alright, so I was just going to say that it doesn't even hold up to SpongeBob of Water, which I don't even love, so that's really it.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that uh, this is the weakest <laughs> SpongeBob movie, and it definitely is the most shameless in terms of um, how commercial it is, which is a little disappointing. Even though I do enjoy this movie a lot more than Ben did, um, even if you just look at the soundtrack, like Tyga, Sway Lee, Lil Mosey, J Balvin, like, this is not this is not a uh, auteur-driven project, as you can tell.
1: You're, um, they're just trying to appeal well, to the newer demographic, guys, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah it's mostly
2: okay. for, like, people to get into, like, Camp Coral and stuff and okay, gotcha. stuff like that, but, yeah. you know, we all know that the that Agua is amazing. The Agua song. by J
0: Balvin. You should all stream Agua by J Balvin. And That's what was the
2: the Crabby Step? Was that the and other
0: Crabby Step by Lil Moses Swaley, and Tiger? Yep. You should all stream that song.
2: Of course, McDonald's did
1: put out the J Balvin meal last year, so uh, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm really I, you know I haven't seen the movie yet. How <laughs> how does that Keanu Reeves role like? How is is that? Is it like a David Hasselhoff? type cameo from the first movie what I will say is the
0: cameos in this movie are really stupid (laughs) but I also kind of think they're some of the most entertaining parts of the movie like the Danny Trejo scene in particular I found to be very very (laughs) amusing Yeah, Um, Yeah. Keanu Reeves has actually in it a lot more than I expected too yeah it's
2: not just like that one scene he he keeps popping up and he's like hello
0: guys Uh, (laughs) go do this yeah, I'd, oh, say, I'd say his his screen time is probably on par with Antonio Banderas in the second one.
1: Yeah, I'd say. Oh, okay, so that too. that's actually a fair amount of screen time. So yeah, that's he's in true. it quite a bit.
0: <clears throat> and um, right. I also I also wanted to add that that yeah, the Camp Coral setup, even though it doesn't take up a lot of the movie, the movie just slows to a halt to do it, and I found it to be uh pretty pretty boring and. Um, Really took me out of the movie because I was, I was like, I'll I'll get into my grade, but I was leaning towards a little bit of a higher grade until this until this happened, and I was like, okay, yeah, I don't I don't love this. So from
1: from what you're telling me, I'm assuming that they're trying to like fit in like a Camp Coral pilot episode into the movie. Yeah, yeah, or at least like a commercial, like a short version. Mm -hmm. I don't know about that. Um, I'll I'll check it out sometime, but I'm not in the rush. It's just, like, the whole, like, cam course. This is something
2: Cam brought up. We were talking about this a couple of days ago. It's just kind of really weird that they waited for... they Steven Hillenburg didn't want these, like, spinoffs and stuff because, you know, SpongeBob doesn't really need to be like that. And it's just kind of gross that they waited for him to die, for them to yeah, do all you. this and then dedicate the movie to him.
0: Yeah, so right. it's,
2: it's just it's just kind of weird and kind of inappropriate. Camp Coral,
0: the Patrick Star show, and the two Squidward movies have the same energy as the Maroon Five. Uh, Wait, the Maroon Five, uh, Sweet Victory thing.
1: So yeah. Squidward movies? Are they setting up Squidward movies in this movie? Yeah, they don't
0: set it up in this movie, but uh, Netflix has greenlit two Squidward musicals
1: jesus
2: christ yeah one last thing i will say is that um i actually really like the animation style they went with this i think it was, I thought, that was very unique and uh, i enjoyed watching uh, i definitely
0: prefer the 2d but i i thought that it yeah was pretty interesting yeah
2: i prefer the 2d too but it was kind of cool to see it in a new wow. in a new style and it, i kind of liked how they made it look like stop motion but really, besides that, it just didn't really click with me. And I was just kind of bored by it. Yeah. I actually did fall asleep for a little bit while yeah. watching
1: it. Kind of devastated to hear that because I love the first SpongeBob movie. I really enjoyed yeah. uh, the second and, one. And I was kind of looking forward to this movie, too. But
2: yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just really forgettable. And yeah. all in all, I would give it a five out of ten five okay. I a little
0: higher. I'll give it a six. Um it's it's definitely <laughs> nowhere near the first one or the second one, which I consider to be the Avengers endgame
1: of uh Nickelodeon films. Yeah right, so I guess right now. I guess the Excuse average the average grade is a five point five out of ten, which is yeah, it's not, not nothing perfect to brag about but I guess we Still can worse. we yeah we could all agree this movie could have gone a lot worse as well. Yeah so <laughs> i would take i would take 10 sponge on the runs over one
0: rumble or Games. one wonder park
1: honestly at this point i think i would take another spongebob movie over like rise of skywalker
0: yeah I would, I would i would take a sponge on the run two over episode 10 any day now
1: yes sir that's correct all right, and uh, so does that <laughs> does that wrap up uh, the SpongeBob yeah, time? Yeah. Recipe: yeah. Steven Hillenburg.
0: Stream Aqua by Jay Balvin and Tiny. And watch the first three seasons of SpongeBob because they're all amazing. Yeah. yeah if you want, to, them. you can watch you can watch it streaming on Paramount Plus.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're not sponsored, but maybe they Love should fans. consider that. Yeah, yeah you should, even though we gave your movie bad review. <laughs> All, All right, right. Okay. and then, uh, what movie would you guys like to talk about next? Well, let's yeah, just okay. get. Uh, yeah, chaos walking. Uh, okay, go ahead, Marlon. Uh, you know, chaos walking, troubled production. This movie shot or oh, like <clears throat> 2017, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then I think they had uh, what's his name? Director reshoots. Uh, Fede, Fede Alvarez. Alvarez. Yeah, that's right. Pretty good director. He did Don't Breathe, and I can't remember what other movie he did. That was also pretty big. Uh, I think was it Evil, Evil Dead? Rebo- Dead? Well, it was Evil Dead, right? The 2013 reboot. Yeah. yeah, I'm a pretty big fan of both of those movies. Yeah, and then he did that girl in the spider web movie, I think, which nobody watched. But uh, yeah, it, I honestly
2: ten, 10 different writers as well.
1: That's and... right. That's right. And you know, Chaos walking. I didn't have major expectations <laughs> for, but I think the funniest part about this movie is the fact that this movie has gained a fan base way before the trailer came out to the point where this marketing was very self-aware they knew knew like only 13 to 15 year olds were excited for this so Lionsgate like made their marketing campaign like emojis and TikToks and all that it was so weird it was so Um... awful and then not only that but I I think we all had like that (laughs) that what the fuck moment when uh, we were watching a trailer for this movie <laughs> and the trailer said the cinematic event of the year or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> Which, let's be honest, it was Cabal. So uh, yeah. I didn't have that many expectations for this movie, but I was expecting this movie to be at least like corny fun. Unfortunately, the movie was uh, it, it was very boring. <laughs> it had any story to it, I would say. Um, there are some I do think that there are some plot points that kind of go nowhere uh nothing really held my interest in this movie uh the best way i would describe this movie is just tom holland (laughs) simping over daisy ray for two hours (laughs) so like that that's all the movie gives you like the movie of course it gives you that action scene here and there but the movie overall kind of has like no story it's just goofy as hell Um, uh, okay, Ben, I'll just let you, I still need to process what else I could say about this damn movie, but, uh, I'll just hand it over to you, Ben. Yeah.
0: I got a couple questions, but I'll let Ben talk. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so going in, um,
2: I did I knew it wasn't really going to be a, I knew it wasn't going to be a good movie, but I've been like, I've been like so interested in this movie since it was announced. And I was just like waiting to see like if it was really going to be this big of a disaster. Um and I think that's you know blind, like man. I
0: think you really thought this movie was gonna be incredible. Yeah, honestly <laughs> whoa, that is cap, okay. actually. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we got you in four K, buddy.
2: Yeah, you know what, uh guys, I thought this movie was gonna redefine the sci fi genre and guess what it did? I really loved seeing uh the trailers have um, tweet, tweet, uh, tweets in it saying this looks dope, and yeah, I just it looked like an awesome movie, super epic, and guess what? It was. It was everything I wanted it to be. Um, I cried five times. Uh, it was just I could really relate to like simping to a uh, simping like aspect of Tom <laughs> Hanks. <character. Sure>. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: no okay but but yeah what i said earlier that was my thoughts going in um but I you know i was i was kind of looking forward to it just to see how it turned out and honestly um it is a mess it is i really i, I don't even think it's a good movie but something about it like i just kind of had fun with and was just kind of like I was just fine being in that world and like like uh just watch I don't know, I just had fun watching kid. it after a certain point and it after a certain point and uh I I don't know, it just it was just kind of like a it was just kinda of like an easy watch for me.
1: Can we agree though, Ben, that the movie wasn't the movie is messy, but the movie was yes. not as disastrous for a troubled blockbuster as we thought it was like i thought this was going to be like yeah. from
2: a from a presentation point and stuff yeah you could really not tell it was by two different directors on like something like like justice league or something or even like uh or even like solo i would say it kind of has some points But you know i
1: them. i thought that like f- <laughs> for example i thought that with all the production mess that this movie had i thought that this movie was going to be like maybe Artemis Fowl level disaster or oh, Slenderman yeah. no, level it's... disaster. Uh, it wasn't, yeah. it, I, I think there's some certain interesting and good aspects to the, to, the, to the story of the movie and the world building, but I just mm-hmm. didn't think that they personally went all the way out there. Like, I think that there was a lot of interesting things to build around this whole setting of <laughs> this, basically, you know, this planet we just only guys. And then, you know, Daisy Ridley is like the first woman in a few years to be there. So that's why everybody thinks it's weird. But I think that there are a lot of good concepts in, the, in this movie that they never really elaborated on. And I think that's what killed it for me. Because, like I said, most of the movie is just Tim. Not Tim. <laughs> Tom Holland. <laughs> just going crazy over this one girl. Tim like he, he was just trying not to say anything anything sexual in front of her and i just thought it was really it it was honestly annoying that for the most part
2: my name's tom hewitt my name's todd hewitt my name's todd hewitt
1: (laughs) but uh yeah i just didn't think the movie was you know it's it's not maybe not a huge dud but it's it's still a bad movie and i don't i I think i do want to bring up also that they do have (laughs) this cool little side plot i guess with these aliens that they never really go anywhere with which is interesting yeah what was that for? yeah like because was... there's like how, how <clears throat> i can you recall ben how many scenes there was with that one alien i think it was probably like there's like one wrong. scene It was maybe like, two scenes but they never really went anywhere with that outside that one scene <laughs> and that one scene was like an action scene but the thing mm-hmm. this movie is so it's they use shaky cam for the action scenes and it just makes it like hard to watch if i'm being honest with you which is kind of disappointing because you know (laughs) there was a lot of potential here um yeah but uh, mostly like the hand-to-hand stuff like
2: yeah it's pretty shaky and cuts a lot but honestly if i if i'm being honest i actually really did enjoy like that horseback chase and like the motorcycle especially like It was really kind of cool, like, when you saw, like, Tom Holland on the horse and then, like, that that someone shoots a gun and, like, goes whizzes right past his head. Like, stuff like that was cool. Actually, I I do um, agree with you on
1: there. I I did think that scene was actually kind of fun.
2: And I liked, um, like, that whole, like, climbing sequence in the ship, too. And um, I think the, like, I think the reason that I kind of enjoyed this movie is I kind of like stories where like characters are on the run and a lot of like the, a lot of like the, a lot of it was kind of calming to watch it. Like just them in like the woods and stuff. I don't know. It was something like calming about it. And like, and like sometimes it'd be like a cloudy sky. I know this was a really weird, like positive I have with a movie, but it was just kind of like, it was kind of like a comforting in a way to watch. Yeah and uh i thought like the set design was cool for the most part and uh, and like i like i really like the ship when they were on the ship at the end i thought that was really cool and i thought like that was i just like the whole set piece to that i thought it was really fun and then so talking about tom holland and daisy really i thought they were both pretty good here um no real complaints i think they're both really talented but people that were bad in this movie bad were uh david o and especially nick jonas nick jonas is as you've heard most of people have said is completely miscast in this and is just like like why is he doing a southern accent like this is so funny Dude, he was like life.
0: Favorite actor Nick Jonas, multi platinum <laughs> singer songwriter Nicholas Jonas, two
2: Manji, three J- three Manji, Camp Rock one two, but I'm sorry, I just couldn't. Sorry, I just cannot take him going. W- what are you doing over there? Uh, what are you doing over there, Todd? Watch, yeah. watch your noise, brother. You
1: know, I kind of I kind of <laughs> agree with you, and you know the terrible performances. I did not really. I like Jonas, uh, Nick Jonas, and his roles usually. I do agree. He was completely miscasted and he was not good in this movie. But not only that, why would they cast him in this movie? Give him like 10 lines, and then every other scene that he shows up after those 10, li- 10 lines, he just says nothing. He's just there for a while. Yeah, he just stands there. He's like, he's like I got this paw. And
2: he's like, You're not doing anything. Okay. It's- <laughs> like,. Like that's the extent of it. I, like I just I couldn't stand him after a while. Like he's just so useless to this movie. Honestly the
1: only and oh my bad. You could go finish that.
2: And I just wanted to say this before I forget a lot of the time you spend with him is in like the first twenty minutes. Right. And that's the really terrible part of this movie. I thought the first twenty minutes were really bad. And also, I don't know if you caught it, but Throughout the whole movie, like, you know, Tom Holland just uses, like, the American accent that he uses for, like, Spider-Man and stuff. But I don't know, for some reason, did you kind of catch, like, a Southern accent with him, too, at first?
1: Not that I remember, actually. Oh. I, I don't know, because those, those first 20 or 25 minutes, I like, the, movie, the movie's, like, trying to set itself up. But I feel like it barely <clears throat> does that either. So I was just... I was kind of already... I kind of already clocked out of the movie by then, but, you know, I I had to stay for the review. And, you know, I still paid attention and everything, but I didn't think it, it, the movie never really caught me. Um, Not even on the, if anything, maybe the only good performance I thought was Daisy Ridley. Uh, I thought Tom Holland was kind of mediocre in this movie. I didn't think he was bad, but I just didn't think he was all that good either. Um, Plus, yeah, he's just like,
2: It's just, like, the dialogue for, like, the part where he's doing, like, the noise is really poor in parts, especially at the beginning. Like, when he's just, like, he's, like, oh, my God, a girl. Who's that? Wait, I'm going to go over here. I got to tell the mayor. I got to tell the mayor. And then, yeah. And then, of course, you just hear the, my name's Todd Hewitt. My name's Todd Hewitt. My name's
1: Todd Hewitt. Actually, I thought, what's his name? Damien Bichir. here. I thought he was actually, you know, he was, like, Tom Holland's dad in this movie. I thought he was actually pretty good. And I also do like Mads Mikkelsen, actually. Even though I don't think this... He's always great as a villain. I think particularly this role was one that he should have accepted. But he definitely did make the movie. You know, he wasn't as threatening as I thought he could have been. But, um, yeah, he he was fine in this movie. And I also don't like how they make Tom Holland's character in this movie. You know, obviously he has a very traumatic past. But the fact that they make him act like such a wimp throughout the whole movie, even though you know that this guy actually you know this guy actually has fighting skills and everything as shown in the action scenes and all that. so I just didn't think that his character was very well thought out or developed at all uh and um, what else was I gonna say about this movie? I can't remember. I don't know it's just like. This movie was just really bland. Like I actually, I'm I'm struggling to think of things to say. Well, what about the amazing
2: opening text that says the noise is a is of like a visual of men's thoughts with no limits, and men and and thoughts without limits is chaos walking.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I thought that was so fun. I actually thought that was gonna be like a. You know, like those joke quotes that they do in the beginning of the movie sometimes, like the Lego Batman one? Yeah. I thought, I actually yeah. thought it was going to be one of those. And then I just saw it cut out to Chaos Walking. I'm like, no way that was real. Yeah, that was comical. But, um, uh, <clears throat> Damn, I'm really having a, like, I'm really struggling on what to say about this movie. Uh, <laughs> do you have any questions, Tyler? Yeah. I think you said you had some
0: yeah uh I wanted to ask you guys does it feel like like the movie
1: uh does the do the ten writers show basically oh yeah yeah uh... I would say so because the movie really probably yeah. you know the movie really goes nowhere too which is really surprising when you got 10 writers on there so I assume that maybe they just got like different ideas from all these ten writers mm-hmm. and they just tried to do the best that they could.
2: Yeah, cuz there's like there's like a thing with aliens. There's like um there's almost like a thing like a message they bring up or like then that he has like he has gay dads and they they don't really like establish it. Yeah, they don't really establish it. Then there's like a thing about like there's like almost like a message about like masculinity in like action movies and stuff and like they don't really do anything with it and so you Yes, that you can definitely tell there's different writers but for me I thought as far as like how the plot progressed and like the writing with that it didn't really feel like that but it's just like they set up so much stuff that doesn't get paid off at the right. end
1: yeah I completely agree with
2: that
0: <laughs> all right so do you guys have anything else to say about chaos walking or can we block
2: I'm
1: I'm good I think now. we right, should so just... what would
0: you guys rate chaos walking? <laughs> I would uh, go
1: with a 4.5 out of 10.
0: 4.5?
1: Yes sir.
2: I give it a for going by letterbox, I gave it a, a 5 out of 5 out of 10 with a heart. Um I would honestly watch it again cuz I did kind of have a good time with it. Um but yeah, I I don't I can't really recommend it. I just it just some weird like thing I enjoyed about it. All right. So, so um. Uh, so,
0: the Great Star podcast average score is a 4.75 out
1: of 10. Yeah, so not I wouldn't really recommend maybe so go see it guys Honestly. everyone
2: go see it. It is it is an epic. Honestly, movie.
1: this is something I could probably recommend for Redbox maybe because I think there is going to be a certain amount of people that would enjoy this. Actually, I don't know cuz I think I I told you guys about this, but I'm just going to say it here for the podcast. Uh, a lot of you guys know what cinema score is. You know, it's like the they go opening weekend and whatever. And uh, they give out like these survey cards, like what grade would you give the movie? How old are you? You know, stuff like that. What did you like about the movie? What didn't you like about the movie? And um, the showing that I went to, they gave me that cinema score survey card. Uh, the funny thing is that almost everyone coming out of the IMAX auditorium along with me, Basically, all gave it like a mediocre or a negative score, which is actually kind of concerning because I would say that maybe this could be one of those movies where where it's like critically panned, but maybe it's more for audiences. But I'm not even sure at this point if it's like an audience movie. If you know, yeah, I mean, you do see, you do see, uh, Tom Holland revealed a
2: little bit. So if you find him attractive, you know. Oh yeah. That's probably will boost the demographic, but oh, I completely okay, buddy, <laughs> which I thought that. Which I thought was really out of
1: place. I felt like they just put that in there just to put it in, there. dude. I really <laughs> saw Tom Holland's booty in IMAX, <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. All right, I guess that was probably the only redeeming that's quality a, of that movie, but yeah,
0: that's a pretty good save yeah. to our next topic, Ryan the Last Dragon,
1: yeah. Um. For sure. All right. Uh, would you like to start
0: off, Tyler, with the Ryan? Yeah, favorite? I purposely uh, held off on telling these guys my thoughts on the movie for a little bit, but uh, I thought the movie was good. I didn't, I didn't like it as much as I thought I would, but I do think that it is one of the most strongly directed uh, Disney animation movies to come out in a little while, yeah. uh, especially with the editing. I thought the editing was really unique for an animated movie of its kind. There were a lot of um, side-by-side shots and um, editing, like flashy editing choices, which I thought was pretty interesting because a lot of times in animated movies, the editing is a little uh, unnoticeable almost. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought the action was fantastic. I thought the story Mm -hmm. was good, and I do appreciate that they didn't go down because I do think that part of the story is a little formulaic, especially Mm -hmm. in regard to the Disney animation formula Um, I do admire that they went down a little bit of a different path in regards to the villain yeah there's no twist in this one yeah there's not necessarily like a big like villain reveal or even like a big villain overall like there is Mm -hmm. a character that is the antagonist but um yeah she's I'm not gonna spoil it like or what happens but I almost have a hard time counting her as the villain after the movie ends you know Mm-hmm.
2: yeah I totally agree with, you, with what you're saying um, I did I did really um, I do agree with what you said with the editing I like how they I really enjoyed how they made the action in this movie really like frenetic and um, it had a lot of like personality just like with all the cuts and stuff and, and all that and uh, you know what do you expect from a Disney movie the animation is great but I will say one thing about the animation, I thought... Um, you know, like, when they do the flashbacks and through yeah. a little bit of it? Yeah. And it's a little more stylized. I actually preferred that animation to... Because I, I thought that would be kind of cool you are, a,
1: are you talking about, movie? like, the 2D, 3D animation stuff?
2: Yeah, like, it kind of looked like oh, that yeah. What
1: If show. I actually agree with that. Yeah. Like, I really...
0: Oh, one scene. I really like that look. One scene that I thought you know, was really impressive. Oh sorry. Um, oh, sorry, sorry for interrupting, but the scene that I'm thinking of when you mentioned that is the scene when they're running down the plan on how to break into the palace, and they they use a different animation style.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, I thought about. that
0: looked great. I would I would love to see a full movie and that stuff, sort of like the Paperman yeah. Feast kind of style from those short. Movies.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I thought like I was just was thinking like. This animation is great, but this one's this one is just like a little more stylized and unique and I think the biggest problem with Disney movies now is that all the movies, including like the Pixar ones for the most part, they just kinda look the same, like just character model wise. Like they all just kinda look way too similar to me. So I thought like if they added this thing to it throughout the whole movie, I think it would have been really cool because You know, I kind of like it when animated movies, like, switch it up a little bit and they don't just do, like, the average route. That's why, like, Spider-Verse feels so fresh. And, like, also, I'd even go as far as, say, Spies in Disguise. Like, I really like how they use character models in that. And I think Soul did a good job with that, too, to give, you know, just give (laughs) Dizzy some credit. But, like, just, like, the characters, like, the human models and like, Stuff like Toy Story Four, Incredibles Two, or Frozen Two, they all just kinda look the same to me and I'm just kinda like getting tired of that style. But what I think Raya did really well was while uh, it did have a like that similar look. They they did use cool designs for like the dragon and like um <clears throat> like those little uh those
1: three with the baby, what are they? Oh yeah, the con baby. Uh, uh, and the yeah, little maybe for animals the, or whatever. The... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, are they monkeys? I think they're monkeys. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so they're just like, I think those look cool, and I like the little roller guy. Yeah, oh, tucked, tucked, um, tucked, yeah. Chuck, Um. Yeah, I thought, that, like, I like those designs and everything. And then what I actually brings me to my next point. That, you know how every Disney animated movie has like the like the, the cute creature in it, like yeah. Frozen Two had the chameleon. Yeah. This movie had like five or six cute creatures in it. It had like it had the the baby, the the monkeys. It had uh Tuck Tuck, and then it had you could even go as far as say the dragon too. Right. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. It didn't like bog the movie down, but I was like. I was like, I was just looking for which one would be that character. But yeah, I really enjoyed it overall. Um, and I, I, you know, I, this is a movie that I would like to see them make a sequel sometime, because I feel like you could expand on this a little bit and introduce new villains, new locations, new uh, tribes and stuff.
0: So, I do think, Oh, yeah, uh, sorry, just before uh, Marlon talks. I yeah, do sorry. think that um, in regards to a p- potential sequel, <laughs> I think that uh, this world at least would make a really good Disney Plus show.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I was even thinking, like, <laughs> what? how interesting would it be if they did, like, a, like a Disney – Is well, I don't know if Raya is a Disney princess, like, c- confirmed yet, but it would be kind of interesting if they cross over all the Disney princesses. But I don't know. Oh like Ralph Breaks the Internet. No, better than that. I mean like Ralph Breaks the Internet had baby
0: Groot, though. Can you do much better than that?
1: But that movie was terrible. Yeah, That's a mid movie. I wouldn't say terrible. I I like the movie, <laughs> but I don't think it's not one of the best Disneys either. Yeah. It's very the it's just that movie's like already. Super it was big. just trying to. Yeah, we can we can unpack anyway. we can
0: unpack the most recent uh Disney animation at the
1: end. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, Marlon. You I, head, so. you know, I had some expectations for this movie, but I was also at the same time because I don't know. There's something about Disney animation the last two years, not Pixar specifically, but Disney animation where they've been going downhill a little bit. You know, I originally I loved Ralph Breaks the Internet, okay. but then like I just rewatched that movie like damn i actually i really like loved this movie you know but it's it, like rewatching yeah. it it's it's a solid movie but i think that's all frozen 2 i was not a big fan of um i didn't think that movie was too interesting particularly so i was a little uh i i had expectations for this movie but of course i i went in you know with kind of slower expectations some in some ways to make sure I wasn't that disappointed with it, but uh, I was delighted with this movie once I came out. Um, you know, there is, I think it's quite rare to see a movie do the world building while telling a story at the same time. I don't know how that makes any sense, but you know, as the story progressed, the world building also progressed. So I really applaud the movie a lot for that, and I think there's a lot of great aspects to this movie whether we're talking about the more mature themes that this movie has which i think uh it does a really good job with some of those more mature themes or whether we're talking about the action scenes in this movie i think the action scenes in this movie are actually probably some of the best action scenes probably the best action scenes i've ever seen in an animated movie as of recently because they do some really like interesting like camera movements with those action scenes to, yeah. to the point where it actually feels like there's actually someone holding the camera in front of these animated characters and actually like filming it, you know, not just a computer doing work. Yeah. I so completely... uh, there's many things to brag about at this point about this movie. I honestly think this is contender for maybe like, well, actually, I don't know. Cause what other animated movies coming out this year from well, actually
2: um, I was just gonna, I was just gonna ask that actually.
1: There's, um, oh yeah, Luca, a Pixar movie and I'm then sorry? the uh, Encanto, Encanto, yeah. Uh, yeah, Encanto. yeah, I was gonna say maybe, um, put and of course, as we mentioned earlier, no, that the way till next year, I think. Yeah. Oh, well, really? Yeah. uh who cares? I, I've but I do that. think that there's potential to, for this movie to like get that oscar love or that academy award love or whatever that disney movies usually have i think it's too soon to say actually i don't know but um
0: yeah i think that Encanto (laughs) could take it home this year that's my long term yeah
1: i totally forgot that was this year yeah uh but i another thing that i love about this movie is that every like different island or whatever that they go in this movie they pick up a new character that has the same trauma or the same, um, the the same, yeah, really the like same that. backstory as mm-hmm. riot. Like they both have like family members that turned into stone because of this little marble or whatever it is in this movie. So I thought it was pretty interesting to have all these characters basically kind of team up and kind of find each other in a way and try to like heal each other. I think I would say. Um, so I think there's, there's, there's definitely a lot of originality to this movie but i also do agree that there is Mm -hmm. a lot of that disney formula to this movie like there are a lot of predictable not a lot but there are some predictable plot points in this movie that i think they could have dealt with a, a bit more better um i will say one thing that i do like about this movie is the fact that you know, th- recently, you guys know this, Disney, uh, th- like the Disney animated movies, like they always have that same plot twist where there's like a secret villain. Yes.
0: And even Pixar. Yeah, understand. even at the yeah, really it, good one. Coco it,
1: it was a good one for the first few movies, but then it started to get super predictable and whatsoever. Yeah, especially by like Zootopia. I was... But they don't do that in this movie. They just establish the villain yeah. as an actual character. And, you know, the villain has some, you know, they actually give sides to the hero and the villain in the movie as to why each of them have like this motivation going against each other. You know, it's kind of explained towards the beginning of the movie. I think it's a really interesting plot point. But um I think that's maybe as far as I would say as uh, without spoilers, of course, um, how much I really enjoyed this movie. I thought the movie was quite original, a lot of fun. Nothing dull about this movie, like nothing bored me while watching this movie. And uh yeah. Yeah, I also I, did I, want to say the, the the performances were actually really good. Um yeah. what's her name? Kelly yeah. Kelly Marine Tran, right? Kelly Marine Yeah Kelly Marine. Fantastic Tran. job. I think the I think Disney really made up for that Star Wars fucking feud that they had a few years back, honestly. Um very charismatic, you know. She really killed the role. And I also do want to mm-hmm. shout out uh, Benedict Wong, who did a fantastic job. Yeah, I didn't yeah, even realize that, but I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, what a man, you know. Maybe he, he put it out during Infinity War, but, man, yeah. he pays up in this movie. Yeah. Speaking of
0: Infinity War, I do think that this movie is pretty similar to Infinity War and, and Endgame to an extent. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I was I was actually I was thinking, thinking the that same, too, season. when
1: I was watching the movie, but I just did... I don't know, I just felt like I was gonna be stupid if I said that and then you guys were gonna be like oh. No, I totally you know, I, I
2: totally it, saw it also like especially like near the third act, I was like, Oh, this is like they reversed everything like um in 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 endgame. Um except they don't dust away, they turn stone. Become, they become trying to sound. Um <clears throat> yeah, I will say I, I love the voice cast here. I thought everyone was
0: really good. I thought, really thought Aquafee
2: yeah, Aquafina was really funny. Actually, I I love the joke where oh, I guess spoiler for this part, I guess, But I love the joke when they show up with the piece of the marble, and she's like, she's like, you only showed up with a chunk of it, and she's like, well, yeah, it's still good, right? And she goes. Well, what if I showed up, or what if you were looking for a dog and you showed up and,
1: and I just showed up with, most of showed a dog. up and
2: I said, Hey, here's a chunk of a dog. I thought, I thought her so line funny. delivery was super um, good in that movie. Yeah, I, I really like Aquafina overall, so I wasn't really surprised that I yeah. liked her. And one thing I wanted to say too is that alongside Big Hero 6, this probably has the best, um, like, Disney um, character ensemble that we've gotten in a long time, and well this, yeah, this director does really good with that scene, how he did Big Hero Six,
0: also. Okay, um, I just wanted to bring up uh, in terms of directing that uh, Mr. Carlos Lopez Estrada, um, uh, for Blind Spotting fame, also co-directed this film, and actually, I think he was the one of the main directors. Not a I think
1: he was the story um, director, and I think Don. Hall was the animation director. Animation, yeah, because when
0: in the credits yeah. it said directed by Don <clears throat> Hall and then Carlos Lopez the start, his name was right underneath it, so I assume that they were had the same amount of power on the production. Right.
2: But um, yeah, it, it looks like that is. I just looked at and uh, yeah. In, in
0: addition the- to us talking about how um about how the animation almost all the editing and directing is almost like edited like a live action movie at times. Um, and especially, like, it, I definitely saw the influence for, uh, for more Asian film such as Japanese action or something along those lines in terms of the editing. But one thing that I noticed, especially in the scene where where Raya was chasing after the monkeys and the con baby, is that uh, I think that Carlos Lopez Estrada would be really suited to do an action movie, like a Star Wars kind of movie. Or even a Star Wars movie. I would
1: lean more towards an MCU movie. Like, actually seeing the action set pieces in this movie. I would honestly go as far as to say maybe Blade. But I think that that movie really needs, like, a black director, though, um, to establish that character a little more correctly.
0: Yeah. And plus, Carlos Lopez Estrada has worked in superhero uh, content before. He directed part of Legion. Oh. And and then you know he that. also directed a bunch of music videos. But uh I think I would say that uh, if he were to direct something like The Acolyte, or I know uh, Natasha Leon is gonna direct that, but I feel like something along those lines, like a High Republic or like a, a street kind of Maybe thing.
1: Maybe like Moon Knight or something. Like a, like a more like no. street if, level kind actually, of thing. Like, what have they made? What's her name? Right. Um America Chavez from uh, uh she's gonna be in Doc Strange two. What if they actually yeah. made, like, her own Disney Plus series to, you know, obviously she's going to probably get her own solo TV series. What if they brought him in for that? I think that would be really interesting.
0: Yeah. Or even for Young Avengers, I think he would do a good job with Young Avengers. Yeah, I
1: was just going to say that this had a, like I said, this had
2: a really good ensemble, so they could... um Yeah, they had their clear I could leads, see and they had a, a good Young balance
0: Avengers. of side characters, and that's what I think Young Avengers needs, because Kate Bishop and Maybe even Peter Parker would probably be the clear leads of that show, but uh, yeah. it doesn't. Give, it's not a disservice to the rest of the talented cast.
1: Well, he is going to be. Yeah, that's shaping up to look. Really he is cool. going to be busy with Disney for the next few years since he's doing that live-action uh, Robin Hood uh, movie, which mm. is pretty. Interesting. Oh, another yeah. one. Like the yeah. the Robin Hood with the Fox. Yeah.
0: Taron Edgerton and uh, Jamie Fox. Oh, Jamie Dornett.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Sequel.
0: Oh, awesome.
2: Jamie Dorden becomes 2 really glad. And...
0: I'm really glad that they're uh, continuing the Lionsgate Robin Hood franchise. I was really worried that that was going <laughs> to stay in the stay in fall the hell, under. But... Yeah,
1: yeah. I find it interesting how they greenlit that movie over Power Rangers too, but whatever, no hard feelings. You know. Cool. Hard feelings. Anyway, no.
0: so you... So yeah. So yeah, Carlos Lopez Estrada has a very bright future in uh action films and with Disney. I do want to see his next movie. Uh what's it called actually? I kind of forget. Summertime. I don't think it has a distributor yet, mm. but that movie looks pretty I good. I, I,
2: I
1: still need to see Blind Spot. Oh, amazing movie. Seen,
0: it's one of the best movies of 2018. Yeah,
1: 2018. And it's 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 really yeah, it's, like re- relevant too for today's yeah. standpoint yeah.
0: yeah yeah since you like atlanta so much i think you would really like
1: uh, yeah.
2: oh okay i yeah i might have to check i might uh, check that out pretty soon
1: so yeah i have always wanted to yeah, see it incredible. i have the digital be- so before we yeah, go to our scores can it. i just mention something that i really loved not about the movie itself but something else involved with the movie the The short film that played before it was super oh, yeah. fascinating to watch. Like yeah. it was, it was kind of, it, it was kind of in the veins of Walla Land. And uh, I'm trying to think of another example. I don't know, but mainly, it, it mainly reminded me of Walla Land in nice. many ways.
2: Yeah, um, I thought I really like, I really like the message of that whole just that whole short too like it was really impactful and um i think it was just i really like how they're able to give just these short little uh movies so much um emotion and like and have such a you know good character yeah, and progression and it was just it was just really fun and vibrant and super entertaining to watch and like it's, it's one of those ones that You know, I don't always go back and watch some of these short films, but this is one I would want to watch again just because I, I really did love it. And
0: uh, another thing, another thing I wanted to say in regard to the short film is it was really really nice to see um, different like different voices in front of and on screen for that, uh because the central relationship was around a black woman and an Asian man, and uh, I thought that was that was a really nice touch because even. Even though Disney has been making more movies about uh, minorities lately uh, and representing them, I do think that in the in terms of their shorts, like they don't really do them that much anymore. But they never really had that much, except for the Spark mm-hmm. shorts, and that's what this kind of reminded me of with a higher animation quality. Yeah, yeah. It really, really
2: yeah, good. Fantastic. You know, it has it
1: has no dialogue,
2: and it's they're just kind of they're kind of just putting Pixar to shame because. But what the onward had a Simpson short like come on, which which is fine, but like come on, I miss the old days of the old Pixar shorts. The last like legit Pixar short was
1: uh, Incredibles two. Oh, I didn't watch that. Bru- <laughs> I thought
0: that one was I think it would be it interesting
1: good. if Disney actually tries to attempt something like this short film, but feature length where, you know, there's, like, no dialogue, but it's mainly powered by yeah, music. like, like if... Because music was, like, character in this movie. hmm And just the way,
2: uh, like, it would cut in between, like... Like, they do this in a couple other ones, but, like, I love I loved how when they're out of the rain, the music will kind of stop, and then when they're in the rain, it would cut right back and pick right up, and it was really... It was really... Uh, right.
0: Yeah, I really thought strong. it was a really nice uh, commentary on aging and uh, love as well.
2: Yeah, I agree. So, yep.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think that. I'm not going to compare this to Raya, but I do definitely think that this is one of the strongest.
1: <laughs> one think, of the strongest. I, I and... say that,
0: <laughs> Yeah, I do think that this is um, one of Disney's strongest efforts in short form. And. I would. I would probably even say this is one of their best uh, musical based. I think it's probably. Period. I think
1: it's probably their yeah. best short yeah. film they've ever done. Honestly, I will go as far as to say that.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I I really like that dog one it's in front of Big Yeah, so that was. That was I thought that
1: was super cute. But all right, so uh, are we yeah. ready for yeah.
0: scores? Overall thoughts of
1: Ryan the Last Dragon?
0: Yeah. Oh, would you? Would you guys yeah. want to? Um, kind of give overall thoughts or sort of, like, rank like the recent Disney Animation Studios movies, or we can just move on, if not.
2: Yeah, um, you know, why not? Uh, let me pull them
0: up. Yeah, I can read them out, because I, I have a list open right, right now. Yeah. Okay, do it. Okay, so... Right, let's do that. I'll go from, like, uh, the 2010s. We've got... Yeah. Uh, let's go from Frozen onwards, because... Uh, Frozen, Big Hero 6, Zootopia... Moana, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Frozen 2, Ryan the Last Dragon.
2: Okay. Uh, if you're a are I'll just go first. Um, well, if I could include Tangle would be my favorite, but I would say from best to worst, Moana, Big Hero 6, Raya, um, Frozen, Frozen 2, maybe? Uh... Frozen 2.
0: What are the
2: other ones? Ralph Breaks the Internet, Zootopia, Frozen 1. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, Zootopia, Frozen, and Dead Lass
1: is Ralph Breaks the
2: Internet because that movie is, like I said, awful. Uh, All right.
1: Uh, I would go Frozen 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Frozen 1, which I think is a good movie, by the way. And then... I think I would go. Ryan, The Last Dragon, Big Hero Six, Zootopia, and Moana. Moana is still my favorite one. Fantastic. Yeah, Moana is yeah, great. I'll go be best
0: of worst 2. I'll put Moana at the top. Um, I'd probably put Big Hero Six next because that movie was a big part of my life growing up. Um, yes, yeah, I'll actually go out on a limb here and put Frozen Two next because I think that movie is really, really entertaining, and I think the music is amazing. Um, then I'll put. Probably put Raya right after that, then Frozen One, uh, Zootopia. I'll, I'll go Zootopia over Frozen One. So Zootopia, Frozen One, and yeah, Dead last Ralph breaks the internet. Okay.
1: Yeah. For our grades for Raya, for scores out of ten.
2: Yeah, I would give it a seven out of ten, okay. a really high seven out of ten. I really did enjoy it. But I just can't get it up to an eight right. Yeah, I've been low? going back and forth. I'll probably
1: give it a light seven out of Oh, some. light seven? Yeah, seven. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then I'm gonna go a little bit more higher. I'm go for an eight and a half. Uh, really refreshing movie. I I really okay. <laughs> I know Disney Plus exists, but I think this is one I would definitely consider buying. But uh yeah, the great stair average score for Ryan the Last Dragon is a seven point six out of ten. Highly recommend this movie, and uh, also I do recommend watching it in theaters over Disney Plus. I would say we could all agree on that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the sound was design there, yeah. alone. Just...
0: Of course, if it's not safe to go to the theater in your area, you true. Should yeah, probably just stay yeah. home. But
1: yeah, yeah. But this, There should definitely be considerations. I, I would even the IMAX <laughs> in this movie was fucking amazing. So I would consider one of those premium screens personally. Yeah. I just saw it in Standard, yeah. and it was
2: really good. So, But yeah, guys, uh, tell us what you guys thought about any of these, if you saw them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our next episode, we are talking about, we're going to cover some movie news, and we're also going to be talking about The Impossible. I think that's still the yeah. plan because Cherry's coming out, so we kind of wanted to see where Tom Holland started. And since they've been hyping up his performance in Cherry so much, so we just kind of want to see, like, how much he's progressed as an actor. Yep. So yeah, if you want to watch The Impossible beforehand, um, that's your chance, too. And, you know, yep. you can share, share your thoughts with us when we get to that. So yep. thanks for watching, guys. Anything else you guys want to
0: add? Yeah, uh, we'll probably try to include a retrospective of Tom Holland's overall career, including stuff like Devil All the Time, Captain America Civil War, Spider-Man Homecoming and things along those lines so yeah. if you want to hear what we have to say uh you can tune in next time and yeah if you guys want to watch um if you guys want to be a part of the conversation with us uh you can watch the impossible we'll probably be posting the episode thursday or wednesday so uh you have plenty of time yeah. i'd say whenever this goes up couple days but yeah yeah that's all i have to say
1: Uh, uh, Marlon, I, anything. I just want to say I hope everybody has a good day. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy your evening, or whatever you're doing. Uh yeah. Stop. Think positively. Day's gonna be good for you. Uh, yeah. I think that's. Yeah. And do the great stare. Do do
2: the great right stare if you need yep. to. Yeah. Everyone needs to do it. So yeah, thanks for watching, guys, and uh, we will make sure see you next time. stream
1: driver's license by Willie Rodriguez.
2: Oh, yep, by J. Ball. Yup. All right. All right, guys. See you.